Welcome to the Ether. Today is Thursday, March 23rd, 2023. Today on the Ether, BitKids surprise airdrop hosted by Stargaze. Let's take a listen. Hello, can everyone hear? Um, I don't should we wait a few, hey, we wait a few minutes? Welcome. Are we uh, letting the crowds gather? Yeah, we'll let some people roll on in here. I see pretty much everyone has their BitKid in here, more or less. But yeah, we'll give people another minute or two to roll on in, make an announcement in the Discord. All right, we've got some people in here now. All right, I say we go ahead and start chatting. Okay, yeah, sounds good. So yeah, uh, these were a very nice surprise. (laughs) I'm I'm glad people like Um, them. It's one of those things where, uh, you know, I really... I really wasn't sure how people would react until they drop. Like I, I wanted it to be a secret. Um, yeah. So what was the special occasion if people didn't know? Uh, well, it was the one year anniversary of the Genesis mint. Um, I mean, that's kind of, I was hoping to uh, hit that target and, you know, I think it was like the previous Friday was like maybe like the 11th or something was when the mint started. Um, does that sound right? Yeah, that's probably right. Uh, well, anyway, so I was originally going to try to hit that date and like just things were not ready to go at all. I was still fixing a lot of bugs at that point. And then I was like, oh, well, the mint lasted until Wednesday. So if I drop it on the last day of the mint, then it'll, it'll still be like a one year anniversary sort of gift. Um, but then Wednesday came around and things still were uh, <laughs> things still were not quite uh, where they needed to be. So I'm a week late. I mean, it's, you know, it's kind of a bad kid move, I guess. Uh, but Here's your week late uh, anniversary gift for uh, to celebrate the Genesis Mint of, uh, of Bad Kids. Okay, very cool. And uh, how how long have you been working on this collection? When did you decide you wanted to do it, and how long did it take? Uh, I think it started back in April of last, or not not April, August of last year. Um, so it, I guess it has been going for a while. And um, and like interestingly enough, this is like I'm not. I don't want to take credit for all the artwork here. This is uh, a collaboration with my brother, actually, my actual real life younger brother, who's a pixel artist. Um, and, you know, just over the course of uh, Bad Kids, like behind the scenes, I've kind of done a few uh, experiments here and there to see if something might develop into like a, a bigger project or if something felt like it was the right direction. And uh, with him, you know, he's he's a really talented pixel artist. I kind of started him off with, I'm like, hey, would you would you be interested in just kind of reinterpreting some of these bad kids? Like, I just sent him a few one-off images. I was like, could you kind of, like, do a, a reinterpretation of this? Like, not an exact copy, sort of, like, taking taking sort of the ideas there, almost like you were 
both you and the the kid who drew bad kids were like looking at the same real person and each doing your own sort of drawing of what that might look like. Uh, so that's kind of where it started off. And it was, you know, I was really, I was really happy with, you know, the stuff he, he kind of came back with just cause I don't know it's like kind of you're taking something that's like very uh, loose and very uh, kind of crazy and kind of fitting it into this, um, you know, more rigid, more perfect system. But they both kind of have a certain nostalgia to them. So I don't know. It's like I, I, as soon as I saw the first couple ones, like I wanted to see more. Um, and then, it, you know, it was like a long like it wasn't it wasn't a rush. Uh, I mean, really, until close to the end there but it was you know sort of a uh a long process of him <laughs> eventually uh, you know going through and just doing all of the uh all the art basically recreating every every single asset in bad kids yeah that's super impressive and it's also it's also uh fun to note that not all of the um the image of a one-to-one right there's some special easter eggs in there i think i even saw one that had like a hair on part of it yeah i don't know if that's real i don't know if there's really a hair in there if there is that's incredible uh, th- then that's like a that's like a, a, an easter egg even for me uh but yeah there there are i mean i i wanted it to be based on the uh on the bad kids dna you know i wanted these to be kind of matched to the uh to the original bad kid because i always said that you know i wanted people to buy bad kids that they like the look of that were either, you know, like kind of represented them in some way or just felt familiar in some way. So in a way, you know, I wanted them to get like an echo of that or like a twin, you know, something that uh, was reminiscent of that original one, but not, you know, not just like I took that exact image and just like ran it through a pixel filter like that. That's way too easy. Like I, did, I didn't want this to feel like some like low effort uh, throwaway thing because it, it wasn't. It was a lot of a lot of hours went into this. Yeah, a lot of people are already getting attached to their bit kids, and people don't want to part with them. We've had some requests um, for the feature to be able to bundle NFTs to be able to sell them together. So, kind of like like a litter of uh, dogs or kittens, they don't get separated. <laughs> That's funny. I mean, I you know, people should do whatever they want. Like this was. Uh, yeah, these were kind of customized to each person's bad kid, but that doesn't mean they have to stay together forever. That's that's on you to decide. Um, if you want to sell it, um, or if you just hate pixel art and want to burn it, I, I wouldn't recommend burning it because I'm not. Even though I kind of did reward the people that burned bad kids in a weird way, um, I, that's probably not going to ever happen again. All right, so that so- sounds like don't. Uh don't don't burn them <laughs> i'm generally a fan of not burning the nfts but uh you know i hey once it's out of my hands you guys do whatever you want so yeah so um are there any oh oh sorry um i uh i, I was muted but um i okay. i've uh, sent you the invite to co-host if you want to accept it oh i see okay and that'll give us a little bit more visibility cool okay there you go you're you're in now Exciting. Hey, Shane, welcome. Yeah, hello, hello. Um, yeah, is it time for questions yet? I got a, I got a, call, a couple of questions unless uh, you guys want to keep chatting a bit more. No, no, go, go for it. Okay, I wanted to maybe talk a little bit about the process of, of, of creating these 
and maybe uh, maybe cons- I, I know you talked a lot of like a lot about this before, Cortland, but um, maybe the process of creating the original Bad Kids and and then uh, what went into creating the new one because I really like the kind of CRT display kind of aspect of them. They're kind of kind of unique. Uh, there's there's like some embedded things inside them, which is pretty interesting. Like I I, I know I, I know one of them has like a like a like a little hair strand in them. <laughs> so um, yeah, just just maybe going over the whole process. Okay, yeah, sure. I mean, well, you know, Bad Kids. I think I'm guessing people here are pretty familiar with it. You know, like famously, it has like a lot of different um, body types. You know, so the the overall collection is extremely diverse, just in in terms of like shape and size. And so this, you know, this carries this across. Like this, literally used the DNA of you know the original Bad Kids, um, but just you know every single piece of art was completely you know remade by hand. And then, and so I was working with my brother on this. He would uh, he would make the artwork. Um, he uses some pixel art program that I can't remember the name of, like uh Asprite or something. Um and then he would send it to me. I was like sort of integrated into Photoshop. Like I was kind of the art director slash tech artist. Uh get everything in there. And you know, kind of one of the nice things about having uh you know someone else doing the art, you know, and then you know it, it freed me up to be able to uh fix technical problems and like kind of do other stuff that I probably wouldn't have been able to do if I was really focused on the art. Um, like I mean, probably something that people didn't even really notice, but like every single one of these uh, had sort of positioning data embedded in it. And this is this is super boring, but like, you know, the ones that are like holding up their hand or like holding a pet or a balloon or something where it would have uh, kind of made the uh, composition a little unbalanced are now perfectly framed. So if you stick that in like a profile circle, they like everything is exactly where it should be. So, uh, you know, it's like one of those like small touches that you might not even notice, but um, really, I mean, for me at least, like makes a big difference. So it makes the whole thing just appear a lot nicer. And yeah, the the CRT thing, um, that was kind of the final step, um, just running it through that filter. Uh, it's uh, It took a while to kind of find the right one for that. It's actually using this... Um, emulation software called retro arch i believe uh, and it has there's it has a bunch of shaders built in and uh one of them is called crt royale which is uh this extremely heavy uh shader that um you know like runs on the gpu and is like basically simulating uh you know an old crt screen like, simulating the actual you know pixels uh and like just all the other sort of artifacts that come with that um and so like the last step was kind of like outputting everything as like a movie running it through that like recording it at like 5k and then going back in and like kind of meticulously um cutting it back off and make sure everything had like lined up you know after after passing through that but i mean that was that was a really important step to me and just because, I mean, for one, it makes this more of a bad kids sort of universe project in that it's not perfect, it's not clean, you're getting a little bit of that grit. But it's also like, um, you know, I, I think there's like kind of this weird fetishization of pixel art. Maybe that's not the right word. But, you know, it's like we're so used to seeing pixel art clean now because that's, you know, how a lot of people do it. But, you know, back in the day, 
the actual display technology was like a pretty big part of like how you'd see it. Like it, it kind of smears the colors together a little bit better. It, um, you know, it just, it, it, it kind of really makes the image in a way. And like, you know, towards the end of this, I would, you know, occasionally have to go back and check stuff. I would see the images, you know, in kind of their raw pixel state, you know, versus the, the final output. I was like, whoa, is it, was it really that simple? You know, like I had to like go back and check and make sure there wasn't something wasn't getting lost. Cause it really, you, you kind of, I guess what I'm saying is you don't need a lot um, to, to, to kind of like, you can do a lot with a little, um, you know, you, you don't need a lot of colors to actually get like a really cool uh, image that has like a, a bit of dimensionality um, after it's kind of gone through the CRT. Yeah, I really appreciate the attention to detail with not having to kind of reposition uh, the like the PFP when you're trying to like, you know, add it to Twitter or Discord. I I think I think that's a really nice touch. Uh, one of the one of the few collections, the original bad kids and also this one where I've never had to kind of do that. So I think that's I think that's super nice. Um, I, di I did notice, though, in some of them, like the one I have, like the one given the finger, it's it's on the left side on the original kids and now it's on the right side. Could you explain uh, why that had to happen? I'm sure there's some kind of reason for that. Uh, no, there's, there's no reason for it other than uh, that was, uh, that was what my brother chose to do with it. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like that's like, I didn't, I kind of, I didn't really question his choices unless they were, you know, seemed like wrong or, or like a little off base or something, which generally they weren't like, I, you know, he has good instincts on this stuff, but I think, in, I think it was just a case of, you know, not wanting to duplicate it exactly. and you know, for whatever reason, that's, that made sense to him. I mean, he was also like very adamant about having all of them like front facing, like that's, that's his preferred way of drawing them. So, you know, there's like a few in the original collection that are sort of off to the side or sort of like a little bit more side profile. And those are all kind of like unified in, in sort of like a front facing style now. Cool. Cool. Um, so you're telling me there's an, there's, kind of original, uh, the raw kind of pixel version uh, of these assets somewhere out there. Um, and uh, the release version, you know, has this filter on it, which is super cool. Um, but there's, uh, are, are there any other plans to do anything, you know, with maybe like, you know, if you want to call those like the master copies, right? Is there, is there any other plan to do anything, anything more, more with those? Um, hmm. There might be. I don't know. I don't. I I kind of want to. I kind of want to not answer that question right now. <laughs> well, no. Other than to say that, um, you know, I, I, as much as I like the filter, I did want to kind of have a method for people to be able to get to the raw pixels if they wanted to. Um, but I'll see if anyone figures it out before I uh, give that away. Okay, and I and I noticed some really interesting, uh, you know, special one on ones. Um, some of the uh, uh, some of the some of the translations, some of the conversions were really interesting. For example, I think I noticed that the bird turned into a rat, uh, and, and 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 there's some other special ones. Do you want to do you want to highlight some of those and talk about some of them? Oh yeah, sure. Well, for all the ones that were like the uniques, um, I just told my brother like, hey, uh, like these should be completely new, like come up with whatever you want. Um, you know, like give me some ideas. 
And uh, he, he actually ended up doing like more of those than I even had like slots for. So that's why, you know, like one of the, like the lowest ranked kid, you know, from the original set is now like an ultra rare, just because it seemed funny to, uh, to sort of upgrade him uh, to, to, you know, be one of the, one of the unique drawings. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think, you know, he created a bunch of art for those. Uh, and then I kind of came back to him. I was like, okay, now you need to like come up with metadata for these. So he helped with that too. Um, and I just kind of tried to match up with uh, the ones in the original collection that they felt kind of uh, linked to in some way. So there's like maybe a tenuous connection. Sometimes it's a little bit more obvious. Like there's uh, Uncle Ed is now Cyber Ed. Uh, but most of them are, are a bit different. Uh, what, what's the story behind uh, behind Uncle Ed? Is that is is that a real person? Uh, he's kind of loosely based on a real person, um, and you know, I, with Bit Kids, you know, there's a lot more sort of like nostalgia and a lot more kind of like retro game stuff in it. So you know, I think I think he looks a little bit more like maybe a boss character or like maybe an NPC from like a from like an old '90s game. Uh, so I I like that. Interesting. I kind of see the direction where things could be going here. Uh, you know, talking about boss, boss characters and, and games. Uh, yeah, pretty, pretty interesting. Yeah, definitely. I'm not, I'm not promising any game. I mean, I love old games. Uh, and I think it's, you know, I think it's super fun to like see those references in there. Um, but I, I have no intentions of releasing a game anytime. Anytime soon or probably anytime ever. Um, okay, so we we briefly touched on this earlier about the burned uh, the burnt ones. Um, so so it looks like there is um, the previous account that uh, that the for, for the account that burned a bad kid, they got I, I believe is a ghost. Yeah. Right. Uh, okay. Okay. Awesome. Has 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 anyone noticed that yet on Twitter or like commented on that? I think. I think that's pretty funny. Yeah, I noticed someone uh, someone just had a thread that I retweeted uh, where they kind of went through the collection and found a bunch of uh, secrets and talked about them. And one of the things they brought up was, yeah, there's there's three burned bad kids. Um, and yeah, I thought it'd be funny to uh, to give them a ghost. Um, I mean, if you look at the metadata for the ghost, it's like literally just body type and background. Uh, you know, I kind of cleared out all the other stats that so kind of didn't. I didn't want them to feel like this, uh, you know, super rare treasured thing, even though I guess they kind of will be no matter what. Um, Cause I, I don't, I, I don't want to, I don't want people to think I'm encouraging them to go burning, uh, you know, all the NFTs uh, hoping for treasure. Uh, Cause that's, that's yeah. I don't want to do that, but I do think it's funny to kind of like give out ghosts to the people that burn their kids and like, Hey, are they going to burn the ghosts? I don't know. Let's, let's see what they do. Um, awesome. Ruan, do you have any other questions or should we uh, start picking up people uh, to ask their questions? Yeah, let's go ahead and get some questions from the audience. Um, I see somebody has a request to speak and that is NFT shorts. So. Yeah. How's it going guys? Uh, thanks for accepting me up. Um, I got a very simple question, and I may have something more serious to ask uh, after the first response. But my first question, my real only question, is why are bad kids so damn cool? <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I I wish I had a good answer for that. Um, I don't know. I think I think I think it's partly that they're original, and I think it's partly that people, you know, kind of like latched onto them and like kind of made them their own. And it, you know, so it's kind of it becomes like a reflection of the uh, the cosmos and Stargaze communities like overall. So it's you know, there's there's no one thing. Nice. Well, yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for that surprise. Uh, thanks for this or these, I suppose, surprise airdrops. Uh, couldn't ask for more. Wouldn't have asked for more, but um, definitely, definitely satisfied. I, I guess I'll, I'll be, you know, not that that wasn't a serious question. I guess this question maybe is more for the uh, Stargaze uh, community, or specifically Stargaze, being that Stargaze is the host of the space. Um, I do have perhaps a question that's more, a little bit more related perhaps to Stargaze, but um. Uh, I don't want to take too much time away from the airdrop chat, but I do want to know uh, if you could touch on, even if it's for like five seconds, one quick point, but um, any, any, any um, upcoming features to Stargaze to make the, uh, the bad kids viewing experience somehow more interesting or more, uh, I don't know, utility packed or more functional like you know I, i've got a i don't know how to articulate it but essentially yeah just just for the stargaze uh, curious to know if there's anything that you have in the pipeline uh that the users of the platform can look forward to while we're observing our bit kids and bad kids thank you uh sure yeah yeah there's a there's a whole bunch of things in the pipeline there's a bunch of things that we're working on right now um a couple of things on the horizon is uh timed auctions so this will be uh, kind of real auctions, um, un unlike the offers that we, that we currently have. So for example, you'll be able to um, auction off like a bad kid and say, hey, I want to auction this for one day for three days, and uh, then the highest um, bid will win. Um, so I, th I think this is going to be really fun. We'll have essentially um, <clears throat> kind of these like, you know, mini games going on throughout uh, all the collections. Um, all of them having auctions, um, so I think I think I think that will uh, enhance the kind of trading experience. Um, <clears throat> let me see. Then we also have uh, kind of NFT staking coming up, um, which will uh, you know help with um, depreciation or appreciation of the asset, volatility of the asset. Um, yeah, those are, those are kind of two things that are coming up. Okay. Um, I mean, yeah, so there's a lot more, you know, we're building every day, but yeah, those are two. No, that's great. That's great. I actually was curious to know because I've seen other platforms do the staking idea for NFTs. And again, I don't want to take too much away from the airdrop chat. So I'll try to find a way to integrate that into my, into my comment. But, um, what, what are the thoughts on like NFT uh, staking? and the potential kind of regulations in some uh, jurisdictions is this something that that you're concerned with or it may influence your, your your moves on that um can't really speak to the jurisdiction uh aspect of that because i'm not a lawyer uh <laughs> but uh maybe maybe we can pick that up on another sure, sure. space yeah. uh the only thing i want to comment on is that um, most most NFT staking is is pretty much just uh, locking up an NFT for a period of time and earning um, yield in the form of like some kind of new token or something like that. Um, and it, it's 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 really almost just kind of like a 
it's kind of just like a bribe just to hold the NFT for a period of time. Right. Um, we are doing it a little differently. We're doing it. We're actually integrating it into proof of stake. So you actually uh, secure the chain while Ooh. while you're also staking the NFT. That is pretty. So so that's why it's taking a little longer because we want to do it the right way. Got it. I promise. My last comment. This is definitely more about this uh, about the, the drop and the bad kids and big kids. Um, I'm you know b- being located in the Toronto area, Canada. I'm really interested in sorry creating uh, some type of you know whether it be a bad kids meetup or Cosmos. Uh, community meetup or stargate I, you know whatever maybe you have to start a little bit bigger and go cosmos but i'm speaking to of course the backets team of course the stargates team here um and, and anybody else who's in the who's listening in you know I, I would love to have something going on in the toronto area just just anywhere really in the toronto um gta or just surrounding regions that is more focused on the cosmos ecosystem so if you guys here of course stargaze i see a hands up or something like that yeah um, if the stargaze or the bad kids uh, side, if you guys have any comments on that, if you're if you're willing and interesting to somehow contribute, I mean, guys, in any way, small or large, I do have a channel. I do you know touch on stuff, uh, cosmos stuff. Not not super so much. I'm kind of all over the place to be honest, guys. I'm not um super locked to any particular chain, but um, I, I found myself over the past nine or ten months, eleven months or so being super into the cosmos ecosystem i mean like my my kepler wallet is just loaded from chain chain after chain after chain so i'm i'm, I'm in right so yeah i know yeah, i'll leave it there just you know if you have any uh, if you guys uh anybody in the t- in the chat here but also of course the stargaze team and of course bad kids big kids do you guys have any interest in uh you know building something or encouraging some type of growth and uh, i would say that um you should definitely post in our meetups forum on the discord um there's already a handful of cities there and i know we have a pretty good uh contingent of people in canada as well so that would probably be the best place to meet other stargazers at the at the very least and we do amplify um any new thread or any new city through through twitter so yeah post in there and uh, we'll get it seen all right thank you and bad kids, I believe trading is about to start pretty uh, soon. Yeah, thirty minutes from now. Um, if I did that, the time conversion correctly in the contract, uh, it should it should open up in thirty minutes. So that's exciting. Yeah, there's already a lot of a lot of bids on there, and I'm sure there's even more um, more trades that have happened offline. Yeah, probably. I wonder what are the uh, what's the bid? What's the bid up to? Does anyone know? It was like two thousand last time I looked, but I haven't looked recently. Yeah, it was around that much. Let's see here. Um, in the meantime, we have Gabriel on. Hey, Gabriel. hey, hey. Uh, first, I, I just want to say I, I really appreciate the uh, the aesthetic uh, and uh, the attention to detail that. Uh, first, bad kids uh, had initially, and now big kids. I, I really appreciate that as a as a creator myself. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, shout out to you guys! Uh, great, great, great job. Uh, I I know it, it takes a lot uh, to drop a collection like this, especially when it's like almost ten thousand pieces. Uh, but I I wanted I wanted to ask a question about. Um, the, the background stories for for each kid. I, I had heard at some point that you you started working on on each kid's story. 
is is there any any plans in the future uh, for for developing that? Uh, there might be. I mean, the story stuff just kind of came out of uh, like when I was waiting for the marketplace to open up. You know, just kind of trying to like find some way to you know keep people interested in the project. You know, you know, kind of felt like we were just you know waiting for the the next thing to come. So like anyone that, um, you know, cause some people would like share their own backstory that they made up for their, their kid, which was cool. And then some people would be like, Hey, can you give me a backstory for my kid? So I, I would just like write out some sort of like little one sentence, you know, like story or bio or, or something about that kid. And I mean, those are actually fun. Like maybe I'll, I'll start doing that again. Um, but yeah, it was, I mean, it was, it was, there wasn't any any big plans for it, you know, overall, other than to just, um, you know, other than just the fun of it. Yeah, uh, I yeah, <laughs> the, the, the way I see it, uh, the fact that people are coming up with their own stories or came up with their own stories uh, tells you something about the community that you've built. Uh, and I, I think that's that's great. So thank you for the thank you for the answer. Thank you. Um, and as an update, the current high offer bid is seven thousand stars. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh my god! Uh, we, we we've tripled since since yesterday so far. Um, and there was um, there was a question here on Twitter from Signal. Um, also, another another Twitter space issue. He can't come up and speak, but they wanted to ask about the airdrop process because you very unique and precise. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know all the technical stuff. Like, I I'm very lucky in that the Sargay's team was uh, willing to uh, sort of hold my hand a little bit and uh, and you know like help me through the process. Uh, it, it ended up being pretty smooth in the end. You know, there's a lot of uh, you know the the tool to take a snapshot is there. I think that's I think that's available to everyone now, as far as I know. Um, and then it was just a matter of. Um, like minting the nft and and then sending them out to those addresses in batches of 50 um which was actually i was doing by hand at first and then uh the engineers built the tool to kind of like automatically do that which is funny because it was like i think i got through uh 1500 doing it sort of the slow way and then i noticed that uh people on twitter uh like people had already noticed that something was happening at that point, which, you know, that was like only an hour. And so then I was like really on the edge of my seat, uh, hoping that that, that tool would come through, but it did. And the, the rest of the airdrop was really quick. Uh, and I, you know, for anyone else that does this, I think it'll be really quick, the whole process. So yeah, it was, uh, I, I guess I was kind of the Guinea pig here, but it worked out. Um, it, it, it ended up being pretty smooth overall. Yeah, yeah, and, and uh, um, oh, sorry. yeah, I was just gonna, I was gonna talk about the process a little bit. Yeah, so, uh, so we built a, a, a script that does a snapshot and uh, it snapshots the previous collection and uh, creates a, a CSV file of all the, all the owners and all the token IDs. And then there's another script that kind of went through that and um, just minted it out, uh, did the airdrop um, for all the um for all the for all the owners and we kind of did it in batches 
um, to kind of streamline it. And um, there are some of uh, some issues around uh, like high gas because of the random minting. Um, but I think that's a little bit beyond the scope of this. But that was kind of the high level process of the whole thing. Yeah, and I believe um, BitKids is the first project to take advantage of the splits contract, right? Is it? I, I don't know. Uh, yes, I believe so. Um, well, you know, uh, so so the splits contract is used for the for the dev fund for Stargaze, but I believe you may be the first creator to actually use it. So it it enables uh, mint revenue and royalties to flow into a contract, and uh, you can kind of think of it as like kind of like a photo DAO. Um, so everything kind of like flows into this contract and, um, there's a certain, you can specify allocations per address. So let's say that like five people worked on a project. Um, you can say that, you know, one, one account gets 25%, another account gets 20% and so forth. And then, um, it pretty much streams the distribution to all the addresses. So, um, yeah, I think, uh, I, I think that's amazing. You're kind of a pioneer in this and then. Um, hopefully other collections can use this in the future. And um, for folks that want to play with this stuff, any creators on the call, uh, go check out Stargaze Tools. So there's kind of two creator tools right now. The Stargaze Tools, which is the command line uh, um, command, command line interface, and then there's Stargaze Studio, uh, which is the web app. And um, I, think, I think both are great. If, you, if you're maybe working with a dev, and if you're a creator with uh, um, you know, a, bit, a bit more kind of dev knowledge, Maybe Stargaze tools might be easier because you can script it and do kind of more powerful stuff. Um, but if you, uh, you know, want to do something a bit more kind of standard, uh, you can just use uh, Stargaze Studio. Yeah. And uh, I, I, it, are splits on Studio yet? I believe they are. They are? Okay, great. Um, Brandon, uh, we have you on. Welcome. Hey, how's it going, guys? So, yeah, I was on Spaces when BitKids started coming out, so that was kind of cool, like some prominent people within the space had no idea what was going on. So I started hitting Hubble tools and all that kind of stuff and figured out, like, I got super excited because it's like, it looks like they're doing basically like a one for one drop, you know, like for whatever bad kid you got, you got the bit kid that matches like, this is going to be awesome. So yeah, it was cool. Um, but anyway, um, for some of those people that may be like willing to looking to uh, either sell theirs like dummies or uh, to buy um, a pair so is there going to maybe be a tool at some point that we could use to kind of keep them together in pairs so that when you're looking to buy one, you can get your bad end bit kid matching in one transaction? Yeah. So a couple of people have asked for the, asked for these bundles where you can, um, you know, offer them both as a, as a, as a bundle. Um, and yeah, this is something, this is something we want to do, but you know, it's not something we can just like build in two days and launch. <laughs> so um, yeah. So it's something that's, that's in the pipeline. But it's not something that uh, that we can just like you know do in like two days. <laughs> but it'll it'll happen at some point. Um, yeah, I suppose you're probably getting tired of the question. You probably had it a couple of times now in the last couple of days. I'm sorry. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, anyone has any questions for bad kids, bit kids, and the drop? Please uh, request to speak. If no one has any more questions, I can just kind of kill time by rambling <laughs> about uh, bit kids some more. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, uh, tell us. Uh, I think you told us about some of your favorite traits, right? Uh, uh, we got yeah. a couple of questions here. Okay, we got uh, Cosmos Joe. Joe, you are maybe having Twitter issues. Uh, you know, there was um, there was a comment on 
Twitter as well about privacy or best practices for PFPs and NFTs if there's a a tutorial. Um, nothing specifically for Stargaze. I think that's an individual preference. Um, but yeah, I don't think we have anything or any community member has written that up yet. Um, I mean, basically the high level, the high level of privacy is that um, you have the option to do all this, right? All this is optional, right? Like you don't, you don't have to have a PFP. Um, it's, 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 it's purely if you want to do it. Um, if you're concerned about privacy and doxing an account, then just make another account, right? And, 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 and use that account instead. Um, so there are, there, there, there are ways around it for now. Um, and, uh, you know, it hasn't been too much of a huge issue. And um, NFTs, you know, anyway, are more about expression and uh, and kind of putting yourself out there and putting your kind of uh, collection out there if you're if, if you're a collector. Um, so so it's more about kind of flexing what you have. Um, so um, there are uh, you know a handful of users who are uh, kind of maybe a minority voice that are are really concerned about privacy, but. Um, you know, that's, that, that's not where we are at right now, uh, in terms of, uh, building and development, maybe, maybe a couple of years from now. We've got Chris Mullins on. Hey, thank you. I was like 30 seconds away from, uh, raising my hand. So thanks for calling on me. Um, I was really into, um, bad kids when I, when I looked at it, I was like, oh, you know, when I was a kid. Um, this is how I drew when I was a kid. And then when I was a little bit older and I got into video games, like bit kids are like the, the video games that I used to play. So there's this kind of like chronological, um, almost spiritual, spiritual successor thing happening. Um, and, and I, and I was on and off this space. And so I'm sorry if this got brought up, but I was curious if there was any, um, intention behind that because it, it, it doesn't seem like um, it's not intentional, but it just it it feels like um, it feels very appropriate. Yeah, I, I think it is to a, to an extent. I mean, I think um, I think the appeal here is they both. Um, I, I mean, at least for you know people that grew up in the eighties or nineties, um, actually probably probably anyone that's into you know stuff from that era. I think they both kind of tap into a certain kind of nostalgia, uh, you know, for, for being a kid, you know, like the, I guess there is like probably a, you know, between those, between the time of drawing like really messy drawings and like trying to draw pixel art on a computer, there's probably like a five year gap in there for me, but they, they do kind of both uh, like go back to a certain part of childhood. So, yeah. And I, I think especially with like the, um, you know, the, the CRT uh, cruddiness on them, you know, the, the scan lines and all that really sort of, I don't know, to, to me, they both kind of like celebrate a certain kind of nostalgia for childhood. Yeah, that um, it, it's, it's that childlike delight or like that reference to um, like that age group, I think is something that um, most people or, or a majority of people in the space can probably recognize or like you know um 
have some level of familiarity with. So yeah, it, everything looks great. Just want to say um, thanks for doing all the work. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for the question. Uh, we got a question from Anthony. Uh, bad kids merch, bit kids gold coin? Question mark. <laughs> uh, man, everyone wants like um, some sort of uh, bad coin or bad money or you know uh, bad kids cash. I uh, I'm not a, a super technical person, so I don't know if I have a good uh, answer for that. Other than to say. You know, BitKids, I, from what I understand, pixel art is basically currency in the NFT world. So may, maybe this is as close as we get to uh, bad kids cash for now is uh, the, the BitKids airdrop. Uh, but who knows? Maybe there will be something in the future. People really seem to like the idea of like an unstable coin or something. Um, and then as to merch, um, I don't have any solid plans yet, but I do want to kind of like make up some T-shirts to like give out to people at, you know, events and stuff like that. So I'm going to try to get my app together for that. And uh, obviously, I think I'd, I'd share, you know, whatever designs exist for that with the community. So if uh, I can't connect with you in person, you know, you can at least have access to those to make on your own if you want to. Um, and if there's bigger, like more organized merch at some point, um, I mean, that's I, I don't have solid plans right now, but that might be fun someday to uh, to figure that out. Um, speaking speaking of uh, back as DeFi, you know, Stargaze is kind of converging on uh, um, kind of NFT DeFi uh, with some of the future things that that's coming up. And um, because Bad Kids kind of has this um, you know steadily increasing floor price, there's actually you know DeFi that you can experiment with and build build on top of this. And, um, you know, I tweeted a couple of days about building a, a stable coin or unstable coin on top of uh, bad kids. And, I, you know, I think, I think it'll be really fun to experiment with these kind of things. And, uh, and, and, and there's a bunch of people in the community that's also kind of looking into, uh, a, you know, into, in, in, into building DeFi on, on, on top of NFTs. Actually, even Sasha is in the audience. You know, if you, if you, if you want to uh, come up and talk about it, you're more than welcome to. But, um, yeah, there's... There's actually a little Telegram group right now, and a bunch of people are chatting about um, kind of a couple of things you can build on top. So, um, yeah, that's that's uh, that movement has already started. That's crazy. Well, if they need artwork for that stuff, uh, let me know. That's I'm pretty good at that part of it. Great, thanks. Um, yeah, guys, any any more questions? We have got some great questions for uh, for bad kids and bit kids here. Hey, I'm going to interject while you're taking a second gap. I just looked. The uh, highest offer on BitKids right now is 3.55K stars, and it's 13 minutes until market open. Okay, exciting. Uh, yeah, maybe maybe someone took or changed their 7K bid. Yeah, someone got cold feet. Yeah, we'll see. So we ha um, I also do want to remind people that we do have our weekly creator space starting in 13 minutes as well. So hopefully you guys will join us there and track the progress of the trading as well. Any Anything you'd like to tell us about BitKids we may have missed? Um, well, oh, you know, actually, what I will say, I know Cosmos Joe was trying to speak before and was having issues. I know he is apparently doing a raffle of his bit kid um and i'm sure there's like details on his twitter so feel free to check that out if you guys want to do a raffle um let's see what else what else do i need to say uh 
I don't know. I mean, I, you know, I think the thing that really got me into Cosmos originally, um, but you know, like that was like a that was like a big thing early on, and and actually Stargate is like really got on my good side because they, you know, Stargate's had a huge airdrop uh, when they launched. And I think that was like one of the first really big ones that I got. Um, so I, you know, I always kind of in the back of my head knew I wanted to try to do some sort of airdrop at some point. You know, I, I didn't necessarily know what at first, but, you know, like I, I kind of wanted to uh, at least pay tribute to that in a way. Um. Yeah, I've got a question as well. Um, who knew about this? How many people knew about this, let's say, prior to last week? Because it was a very secretive project. Um, less than 20, probably. I mean, uh, Shane knew about it. Um, people that had worked on or contributed to Bad Kids originally knew about it. Um, a few other people. Um, but yeah, like nothing, there weren't, it was, it, I definitely didn't really want, um, I didn't really want anyone in the community to know, uh, even though I'm sure some of them would have loved to know and would have agreed to keep it a secret. Like I didn't want anyone to feel like they had, like I'd given this knowledge away and then people bought a bunch of bad kids in anticipation or something. You know, I, I wanted it to be, surprised at everyone equally uh so i was really trying to keep quiet about it as much as possible okay, great we've got um dgen.stars on stage here um also i know a lot of you guys are having issues with connecting to twitter to speak so please drop your question or comment on uh on the thread and uh we'll get it read hey dgen hey uh can you guys hear me yes sure can all right, fantastic. I got cats jumping around me. Uh, I missed a, a big portion of this because I had to take a phone call. But first of all, I just want to say the collection is awesome. I've really been having a lot of fun digging through it. Um, I, I was curious. Um, I, I heard you mention something about RetroArch earlier. I'm very familiar with RetroArch and Mr. I'm, I'm super involved in retro gaming. Uh, and it actually had me wondering with the Easter Island head, do you know, was that like a little konami homage because i know in a lot of their old 80s games they would hide easter island heads all throughout their games oh that's funny uh if it if that is the intent there i wasn't aware of it but um but you should ask my brother i forced him to make a twitter account just for this project and his uh i followed him okay, I, yeah, I did see i saw you mention that and and i did follow him i will send him a message uh and ask but i was i was kind of curious right when i saw that as the number one i was like what an odd thing to choose i was like i wonder if he's like i mean obviously it's retro inspired art uh but that that's definitely a retro gaming thing uh and uh so anyways i thought it was neat uh, like i said some of the old konami shooters in particular they would hide easter island heads and they were really hard to find oh that's funny you you might have cracked the code there that that might be i didn't even know that one so but i, I think that might be it <laughs> but okay cool well, hey uh Coraline, uh, it's an awesome project uh, thank you for the stealth drop i had no idea this was coming and it was really exciting and I, I love my collection of bad kids and the big kids that I've got to go along with them are super cool as well. Awesome. I'm, I'm glad you like it. All right. Later all. Thanks.
By the way, I really think it's super cool how this airdrop is in the kind of the spirit of the original kind of airdrops in Cosmos. Um, I believe this is the first time this has ever been done in Cosmos, but on in other ecosystems, do you guys know if this has ever ever been done where there's been like a kind of like a one-to-one kind of matching airdrop of a collection? I don't know, but I mean, I'm not super well-versed on like the history of NFTs. I can't think of any off the top of my head, but I'm... I think it's likely there would be. I think maybe the Saudis might have done something similar. Um, but I do know that this airdrop was essentially just the cost of the creation. Um, whereas of an Ethereum, you would be spending a lot more money to drop 10,000 NFTs. So. Yeah. Oh my God. True. Yeah. If this on if this was on Ethereum, it'd be yeah, you know, tens of thousands of dollars in gas fees, or probably more. Yeah. All right. Um, and so we've got we've got six more minutes until trading starts here. So I think we're we're gonna be in for maybe a high volume day. <laughs> All right. Uh, as, as as we're getting on to the end here, if anyone wants to come up and speak or ask a question on the thread here, um, please do it. We've got a few minutes left before our, our weekly creator space starts. But uh, anything else you want to leave us with? Uh, not really. You know, if, if you guys, uh, you know, it's like, I love, I love hearing everyone's thoughts. Um, and yeah, if you guys love the artwork, you should go, uh, you know, let my brother know he's, he's not always great about sharing his stuff publicly. So this is like a, this is a nice way to like force him to really put his work out there in a big way. Um, I, know that I, 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 I noticed that I noticed that some of them have like, uh, like CRT noise on them. They have some like numbers and characters on them. Um, how, how did you decide which ones to kind of, uh, do that for and others? Um, was there anything like that in the original collection? Oh yeah. Well, okay. So that's an interesting case. So there's a few that have a uh, trait called special and those ones equate to, so in the original bad kids collection, there were a few rare paper textures. There was the, uh, the divorce papers, which I think is just called something important, there was uh, the first page of the trial by Kafka, which is called Joseph K. And there was uh, the last page of The Great Gatsby. Um, so those were all pretty rare paper textures. And so with BitKids, like paper texture just didn't really make sense as a category. I mean, I probably could have tried to like wrangle that into some sort of like distortion or something. Um, and there is like a bit of random distortion, but it's not, it's not like a trait. Um, so for the ones, so the paper texture just went away, but the ones that had one of those three rare types are now, uh, there's the kill screens. So that's the one where you have like the glitches that are covering parts of the image. Uh, I think there's six or seven of those. And then for the, um, I think for the, for something important, I think that maps to the um, Game Boy color palette, so that the entire presentation of those are different. And uh, yeah, I think those look really cool. Uh, and those have uh, my brother did some kind of customize the art a little bit for those, and then I kind of cooked up a, a pretty uh, hopefully accurate rendition of like an old Game Boy, you know, the, the kind of green uh, monochrome screen for those. And then there is also minis for the, uh, for me, that's the Great Gatsby. I don't know. There's like six of those, I think. And those are just like half scale versions of those uh, characters. 
so yeah, so those are fun. They're kind of hidden in there. Um, and they're, I don't think any of them are like super high in like the rarity ranking. I mean, they're, they're up there, but they're not like, you know, in like the top 10 or anything or top 50, maybe they're in the top 50. Why did uh, the, um, why did the baseballs turn into uh, poopy moments? Well, it's, you know, it's actually ice cream, but it does. And actually that's kind of my fault uh, in a weird way. So if you look at the ice cream, a few of them have like a cone in there. I think three of them do. That's like the, the more rare type of the ice cream guy, which was the one my, uh, my brother originally did, but I was just like, look, the face is too small on here. I'd have to go in and manually edit every single one of these to like make it work. Uh, can you, and I, I dug up, I don't know if anyone's a fan of uh, The Adventures of Pete and Pete, the episode with Mr. Tasty, you know, he's got like a big sort of bulbous ice cream head. I'm like, can we do like a Mr. Tasty style head? And so he he did that, um, worked on it for a bit. And this was also like kind of when we were coming down to the wire. And uh, I'm like, yeah, that looks great. I didn't think it looked like poop at the time. But then uh, as soon as the collection came out, everyone was like, why did I get poop? Uh, so that's where the poop came from. It's my fault. Uh, sorry. No, no, I think that's great. You know, uh, yeah, I can, I can totally see that as ice cream now. And if you look at the trade, it says ice cream on it. So, uh, so, so I think that works. <laughs> and, uh, we had, and there's no need to apologize, right? This is, this is art and art, you know, art, art is subjective. Yeah, I mean, I like I if it is poop, I like that too. So it's it's fine. Uh, it's fine either way. They're they're both funny. We had a question about the megaverse. If anyone uh, wants to to take that one on what it is, uh, the megaverse is um, we're not sure what it is. We know it's coming eventually, and all any basically anything that you want your bad kid or bit kid to do, and any feature that you want or can think of, uh, those are all going to happen when the megaverse happens. Um, so just basically every, everything that you could want, that, that's what the megaverse is. Um, don't, uh, don't have a date for that. Um, and if I had a roadmap, it would be way at, way at the end of the roadmap. Um, it, it might be three years away. It might be 70 years away, but it is coming. So yeah, be ready for that. Awesome. Thank you very much. Um, I think we're good to conclude our space and move on to our next creator space. Uh, feel free to join us, everyone here. We'll start literally right after the end of this. Um, and right now, I think the market must have just opened up. So uh, let's, uh, let's talk about that uh, on the next space. <laughs> uh, thanks. Uh, thanks, everyone, for joining and uh, have a bad afternoon. <laughs> yeah bad afternoon everyone see you later thanks for checking out another episode of the ether that was the bit kids surprise airdrop chat space hosted by stargaze recorded on thursday march 23rd 2023 for terraspaces.org i'm finn thanks for listening and if you want to keep listening Head on over to terraspaces.org slash donate and show some support now. Put your hands up like you got a couple questions. Ain't no misdirection, just a bunch of flexing. All aggressive, insane from all directions. Smoke blows in when I start a session. Plink canvas, blaze up the handlers. Rocking back and forth like I got the 
van stuck Don't grind the clutch, mind your hush Put your mask on and don't touch the antlers Feeling untouchable when I'm on the verse But in the universe, I'm just writing some words Enticing these nerds while I'm laying out my memoirs Like, remember when I had to fight the centaur? I'm a book nerd, let me take you on the journey Lost in the labyrinth, searching out the lost fern For certain, got the taxes included Acting like a writer, never felt secluded Shitting line them up Just another fixed game of try my luck Go lighten up dog. it could always be worse Unless you're in the back of a hearse Then you're dead or putting in new speakers It's a toss up driver or just tweakers Don't stress yo, I've done the research Living life like a bunch of fucking lemurs It's a remake, off the cutting floor we take A little bit of poison and put it in the cheesecake Tastes great, less filling Less stress, more killing As he blew the cornerstone out the building And the box came tumbling down all humble Feels like we're drowning in a little puddle Rebuttal? I should be taking off in the shuttle Getting high in space with the Hubble